What's going on? Every buddy, you've got the card board coaches here with your boy, Coach Co. Allez, je suis le carta. Euh, je ne sais pas. Est-ce que je peux aller à la toilette, s'il vous plaît? Euh, je me souviens. Où est mon sous-vêtement, le pomplemousse et le pomme de terre, Coach Co? I understood maybe three of those. Um, and that is because we are required to take French in elementary school. <laughs> that is correct. Uh, I'm, I just had a bit of a, a mini stroke of some sort. Uh, it's been, a, as, as you know, Coach Co, it's been a long day for me, uh, full of unex- unexpected surprises. I still have lipstick on my face. It's uh, it's 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 a wild world for the cartel, and I do apologize for that momentary lapse of language reasoning there. But uh, hopefully, some of it made sense to our listeners and viewers. Well, it's not like you were stringing together full sentences. You were just like, like popping off with phrases. Like just I, like I, I, what I was trying was to say is, uh, this is the cartel. I've missed you all. It is wonderful to see you, and we are going to discuss the sports card trading card hobby. And potato watermelon. It sounded like you malfunctioned there. Let me help you. Let me help steer this in a direction. So we are going to be starting off by talking about a relatively hot topic. Um, and that is, I mean, first of all, you're going to share, not first of all, but you're going to share something that you heard from a local card shop. Hot res- insider info. Exactly. With respect to uh, Skybox Metal. I can't say Fleer anymore. Skybox That's- Metal. NHL skybox medal. Um, and for, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but like you can tell where the hits are in the product. I didn't know you wanted to open with this. Might as well. Might as well give someone, you know, the might as well have dessert first. Well, you're probably just concerned that at some point I may lose all language capabilities. It's entirely possible. You know, uh, obviously, we've heard about the Panini uh, serial number um, expose. This is something the cartel has been aware of for years, by the way. It, it's the kind of conversations that the cartel gets into in the back rooms and storage areas of all sorts of hobby shops and bars and clubs and sketchy arenas. It involves days old hot dogs and boxes of product. But that being said, uh, there is some word on the street that you can map the boxes of Skybox Metal. Now, I'll just put this out there that um, where I tend to frequent, and whenever I am in charge of such things as loose packs, uh, there is a system in place, right? You're going to shuffle the packs. Um, you're going to do your best to make things as they should be, which is randomized. But apparently someone has mapped out, look, this is hearsay. But apparently someone's mapped out the uh, inner workings of a Skybox metal box. You can find out where the box hit is. You can find out where certain inserts are. This isn't necessarily uh, brand new type stuff. Like I said, we've heard about the, the, Panini, uh, the Panini serial number with the Kabooms. Is that right? Was it with the Kabooms? Yeah, it was with the Kabooms. Yeah. Now you say uh, this is hearsay, but you saw three I packs set aside. You saw three packs set aside. Each one had a sticky note on them, unopened packs. Correct. And all three were the hits that they thought they were going to be. Like not the actual player, 
but it was like an acetate card. It was the box a hit. insert. Exactly. Uh, there's, also, there's so many. It was a pitter patter yeah. insert. Yeah. And, and a, a uh, and an autograph, which yeah. is presumably the box hit. Okay. Nothing was particularly expensive or rare. Uh, I mean, what whatever what rare in this box for like let's say. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So, I I mean, it's interesting, and it's interesting specifically if people are selling loose boxes. Now, I mean, I don't know how many people are going to go through the trouble of mapping out their boxes, but at least one person did, right? At least one person that we know of did. And that's how, I mean, you came across this information in the first place. So I guess the first thing we should say is that, you know, as a cautionary tale, be careful when you're buying loose packs, always, right? Like if they're not coming out of that like dispenser, and like someone just, I mean, if it's loose packs in a break or it's people are selling you loose packs, I mean, uh, you almost want to be a little weary about stuff of that nature, right? Sure. Because it's, enti- uh, it's entirely possible that the hits have already been pulled. Um, you know, let's say there's two autographs per box. Someone hits both autographs, sells the rest of the packs. I mean, it's very easy to recoup some some form of money while also, you know, basically giving you a 0% chance of hitting the, the most desirable part of that box right listen like at the end of the day packs the ability to purchase packs boxes etc these are things that are desired by collectors um it's important selection variety price points that's important um in this city of toronto where there are limited options uh we have our local card stores there's some very well-known very large card stores as well some have sports departments some don't um different areas of focus i have always been fairly successful when it comes to packs boxes etc we also all have uh, we've discussed this before we all have our superstitions about how we i was telling you about a gentleman who buys a lot of soccer product he will count down the third box it's completely random because like it could be three boxes out of a 12 box case sitting on a shelf. He wants number three. Okay. I like double and triple numbers on a serial, uh, uh, serial number. There is no rhyme or reason. It's superstition. Do you have any weird superstitions, Brendan, or are you Mr. I don't buy boxes. I don't, I don't rip enough to have, I don't rip. You know, I do have superstitions before I go into a card shop and I sift through the dollar boxes. I make sure I'm I'm wearing my favorite underwear. So. Ah, les souvenirs. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, at the end of the day, everyone's got their own system. Look, uh, a case shows up, case is full of boxes. There is a case hit. A box has a box hit. Sometimes you buy a box and you're like, I don't think there's any hit involved at all. Um, now, inconsistencies. Tops, upper deck, panini, hot boxes. That's a real thing. Yep. Loaded boxes, loaded cases. That's a real thing. I'll never forget at the Toronto Expo about four or five years ago, I can't remember what particular year it was, a group of guys decided to get together and grab uh, the, the last case of 1415 Upper Deck Series 1 that a vendor had. We got a great deal. Sounds like fun, right? We all sat down. There was three of us. We split the boxes. Sounds like fun, yeah? Yeah. We know we're going to get a high gloss. We know we're going to get this, that. It's exciting. You start to open the boxes. Well, funny enough, you know, the four boxes I had chosen were loaded hot boxes where every pack had one, two, or three young guns in it. They were loaded. And uh, by the way, I, I doled out 
young guns to everyone because i felt really it was really weird and awkward because i i happened to get the hot boxes uh an upper deck rep walked by and said oh you got one of those 14 15 young guns boxes they knew that this was something that had occurred i really still have lipstick on my face i took a shower i swear <laughs> The disturbing thing is, Brendan, I'd say uh, it was after a, a night of UFC. That that sounds a little disturbing. Uh, why, why do I have lipstick on my face after a night of UFC? Um, so I got these loaded boxes. It exists. It happened. Someone said they, they had it happen in 1516 and 1617. Okay. So there's all these inconsistencies. But at the end of the day, um, I do believe there is a sequencing that happens. Um. You learn what you learn about your LCS and you learn whether or not to trust their systems. The, the ones that I am aware of, they, they shuffle their packs. They keep it as fair and balanced as possible because it's important. You cannot just eliminate being able to offer people packs. Not everyone come in and afford, you know what people love, the people love buying prison packs in a product like say world cup soccer. You may not be able to afford such an expensive box. At least you could buy one or two packs. And if you're lucky, you hit the autograph and then people play games. They'll, they'll, they keep going through the box. They should have bought the box. It would have been cheaper. Yeah. Some people hang around. They lurk. They lurk watching other people open packs. Oh, they've opened six of them. The autograph is still in play. Oh, yeah, they yeah, yeah, yeah. Want it. P.S. You know, someone hits the autograph in the World Cup soccer box and you say to yourself, I am so SMRT, I'm not going to buy a pack. Another guy walks and buys the pack and it's a one of one. It's not just that the autograph is in play. There might be other wonderful things in those boxes. So I guess the main point I'm trying to say is there's a thing going on there, but you shouldn't, we shouldn't generalize and then, and then say to ourselves, it's super, super risky and beware. Like, no, what you said is correct. Be, yeah. be aware. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Right? I'm not aware. saying don't go out and like, don't buy metal. If you're going to buy metal, I mean, you can still buy metal. Like, who the hell cares? Because you only actually know once the box is open. And even then, right. I mean, to your what you said initially, I mean, this is just hearsay. Now, you saw it happen in real time, but it could have just been one box. It could have been one case. It could have been, I mean, just like you right. said, if you were going off of the, you know, the presumption that every box of 1415 was a, a young guns box, you know, like imagine that, imagine every box you had, had two young guns per pack. I mean, they would be flooded with like the market would be flooded with those. Right. So absolutely, um, there was a, there was a recent instance of upper deck pins that were loaded. I believe it was one of the first waves of 2021. Is that Laffy and Caprizov? And Robertson. And no? Jason, sorry. Laffy and Jason Robertson. And Robertson 2021. Yeah. Yeah, some of the first wave of tins were loaded with French young guns. The tins, which I don't even believe are supposed to have French young guns. I think they are, aren't they? I believe French parallels are not in the retail. I could be wrong. Hmm. Uh, obviously, we know exclusives and, and high gloss are. I thought me. I thought it was just exclusives sure. and high gloss. Point is, they were loaded with French young guns. Because I and think you you can pull a black canvas from like a retail. No, no idea. I personally haven't, but like I said. Um, these tins were loaded with French young guns. First of all, the fact that they're loaded with young guns, you're only getting a couple in a tin anyway. So, I mean, you're supposed to get two, right? They were loaded and they were all French. Anyway. Yeah, because actually now I remember I, I bought one of those tins. I got a cousin's. Uh, I got two regular young guns and two French young guns. There was a regular cousin's and a French cousin. See, this is an example of something went wrong at the factory. 
Um, so that happens. All, all these things, this is an unregulated, sometimes unsupervised industry. What did you do with the French Cousins? I graded it and it's a PSA 10. Have you sold it yet? <laughs> you gave me the opportunity to flex. I'm going to flex. When you, Have you when sold it yet? No, I have it, my friend. What are you waiting for, man? Well, we can talk a little bit about that shirt of yours that's too sweet. Maybe <laughs> make a deal. But uh, Brendan is, uh, for our listeners who don't have the uh, video of our follicled faces, Brendan is rocking the NWO New World Order shirt. Cartel is wearing the Todd McFarlane Amazing Spider-Man shirt. I might as well call myself Aton after last week. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, you know, final word on that. Um, this is what I would say. Do not buy loose packs online. That, that, that we can generalize. Do yeah. not buy loose packs online. Do not buy loose packs of baseball cards that come out of the Bowman Mega product because there's nothing in them. I hate when people do that. I give those away to kids. I hate when people buy the loose pa- uh, sell the loose packs of Bowman that aren't the Mega packs or the, for example, the Logo Fractor packs. Those packs are not going to have anything in them at all. And people get away with selling batches of them. They don't have like you can't you can't hit a number parallel. If you buy a Bowman Mega, Bowman uh, a Bowman, uh, it's a Bowman Bowman Crow Crow Mega, yeah, yeah. You're gonna get two Mega packs. Those are where your hits are and your Megas and your parallels. The the other packs, I bet you there's people who are like cursing my name that I'm saying this, and I could care less. Those packs contain base Bowman Chrome cards. You can get some rookies, but there will be no parallels. There will not be any parallels. I'm telling you right now. I've gone through cases. Cases of retail? Yes, Bowman Mega. Particularly 2021. Don't ask me why, but myself, a couple of friends that you know as well. um, There's nothing in those packs. I'm telling you right now. Fun for kids. But I just don't like seeing them getting sold as if they're as if you have a chance to hit something. Speaking of having nothing in the packs, uh, Panini seems to come up on like a weekly basis, you know, like and, and and it's not just. I mean, we talk about companies all the time, but like specifically Panini, it just seems to it just keeps getting worse and worse. I mean, recently they pulled. Did you end up getting it to see that Sauce Gardner patch with uh, a Washington Redskins logo? I. I yeah, I did see it. They I, haven't I used the Washington Redskins. So much of this stuff. They haven't used the, the Washington Redskins patch in like two years. Like the guy wasn't in the league. So like, first of all, he doesn't play for that team, by the way. So like Sauce Gardner <laughs> plays for the Jets. Okay. Yeah. And so they didn't even use a Jets patch. But on top of that, I mean, the the Redskins were renamed to the Commanders like two years ago. Actually, they were just called the Washington football team last year. And then you know, this, this past season was when they changed their name to the commander. So for at least two years, those Redskins jerseys have not been in circulation. Um, so they used a patch from a jersey <laughs> of a team that doesn't exist anymore on a player for the wrong team. I mean, that's got to be a troll job. I mean, there's a lot of people talking about wanting to own this card. The patch is absolutely filthy. Like it's like actually a, it's a logo, like a beautiful patch. Like if this was a patch on a hockey card, it would be like upper echelon stuff. Like, you know what I mean? And, um, but it doesn't stop there with Panini. They, recently, as, as early as I think it was Thursday, 
they announced that they're going to be giving people who have outstanding redemptions for football only so far, um, the lower and mid end tier. And I don't know what they use to decipher what the cutoff for mid end is, um, but they're going to be offering these people who have outstanding redemptions, um, Panini mosaic sparkle packs. And I got a few things to say about this. Speckle, sparkle, whatever. Same shit. Same shit. Galvatron. The first thing I want to say is, I mean, you buy this product or bought this product because it's an outstanding redemption. So let's say you bought it from 2020 where there was a pretty stacked football quarterback class and you hit an, an auto. And I mean, you buy the product because you actually want to hit these autos of prominent players. Um, and they're offering autos that don't exist because they haven't got people to sign. And now you offer them a new pack of cards in place of that autograph. So that's my first beef. My second beef is the fact that they're giving you redemption, a, a redemption pack or a pack for your redemption cards in arguably the worst year for football product. <laughs> like no word of a lie. There mm. is like one chase. It's like basically Brock Purdy. Like, and, and then you're chasing position players, which I mean, if you collect football or if you dabble in football, rather, if you collect football, you collect what you like. And I love that about all, like whoever collects football. So I love you guys. I hope you guys buy offensive linemen and I hope you guys buy running backs and I hope you buy I, you just I your- I do love these. I do love these posts going back, talking about how people would, there's like videos of people pulling Purdy and they weren't excited. Now they're excited. I love that. Yeah. Um, I love that rewriting the, the historical script. For sure. But I mean, aside from like Brock Purdy and Kenny Pickett, there is like nothing that would strike you as like a a player that would maintain his value for a long period of time. Right. Like, I mean, there's no Justin Herberts. There's no like Joe Burrows. There's no Mac Jones even. You know what I mean? Like there's no like the quarterbacks are the ones that retain the value, right? I mean, we know football. Football, this is oh, how yeah. football works. Unfortunately, like it or not, if you collect football, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And so they're offering you these special packs where there's just such a scarce amount of value in this rookie class. And I just, you know, it just it it baffles me. Um, I mean, they're doing this obviously because they're getting sued. Right, they're offering people redemption these re- these these packs in place of the redemptions because they can't fulfill the redemptions and they just want to clear the back backlog. And the less uh, things they have outstanding, the better it looks. This is just for optics, right? Because then they're like, no, 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 we serviced you. You're okay with it. On to the next person. And um, you know, I just, I, I I almost want people to not be okay with this solution. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, because it, it is a bit of a farce. It, it's all optics. I, you're not getting very much. And, you know, I, I understand that may, maybe is a like a very low end autograph. And like, this is better than like, it's another gamble instead of the low end autograph. But at the end of the day, they offered you something that they can't fulfill. And now they're offering you something that, quite frankly, like, is just another gamble and, and a not very good gamble at that. It's almost like if someone owes you 50 bucks. And you're like, you know what, Aton? I'll pay you your fifty bucks, but we're gonna we're gonna flip we're gonna flip a quarter three times, and if you can guess all three right, 
I'll pay you 40 bucks and that'll give you 10 bucks later. Do you know what I mean? Like what the hell? But anyway, that's, I, I thought and, you were going somewhere else there. I thought you were going to say, I owe you 50 bucks, but instead choose one of these two doors behind one I door mean, is hundred bucks behind the other is nothing. Basically the same shit. But listen, end of the day, um, they know what to dangle in front of collectors to shut them up. And I'm in that group. We're easy to manipulate. We're easy to please. We take a lot of garbage. We're going to continue taking garbage. I don't care if this is a popular take or not. It is the right take. We have taken it from each of these companies. We are going to continue to take it now that they are all going to be conglomerated and combined into this corporate takeover. It's going to get worse, in my opinion. They don't care. They're going to dangle speckle and sparkle and 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 all sorts of packs at you, and people are going to take that and be happy with it. I, well, I, I mean, tops, tops is bleak and nihilistic. I mean, I tops have screwed up so many times, like already. I mean, they, they they printed their last Bowman product. They they pulled their they they printed multiple cards with the same serial number. I know, you know like that are cutting back heavily on all of the tops product they're buying because they just anticipate there will be some sort of issue there will be some sort of fallout from some screw up and that's what tops have done to themselves i'm going to give you a quick upper deck anecdote because i'm getting really disappointed i'm getting really tired of it i want to keep to my brand which has been complaining about these companies and i never want to stop and i get to do it as the sports card cartel although last week gave a little bit away there i'm trying to keep it separate from my qa uh uh issues with upper deck but you know a, a guy and his kid are in the store they're going through packs of series one although i've told them it's better to just get the box they've disregarded my advice they're going through the packs trying to get a young gun finally the kid gets a young gun and brendan it's crimped it's crimped like the pack okay and i want to share this anecdote with upper deck they'll never listen to me maybe someone will make a little mini video out of this but upper deck you're ruining little kids' days that just want a young gun rookie card. They don't care who it is. They're collecting. It's their first time putting their hands on cardboard and getting these special memories like I had when I was a kid, when I was buying OPG cards. And they're getting a crimped card that you crimped in the factory and then put in the box and sent out to a store. What are you doing? You know, like, it's really disappointing. I've just been so consistently disappointed. This has been the worst year ever for Topps Quality Control been the worst year ever the worst last three years for upper deck panini's doing what panini's doing i'm watching people open expensive high-end product and get off center cards this needs to be somehow fixed i'll tell you how or, you fix it or at least improve i'll tell you how you, you fix it tell me you stop buying brendan that's not the answer we all you gotta hurt the, you gotta hurt the wallet man because otherwise i mean as long as people are willing to pay then they don't if, give a shit they don't care Stop they have no reason buying. to care. This is a this, business. This industry ceases to exist if we all stop buying. I'm not That's listen. I, I, but I mean, tell me it wouldn't be it wouldn't shell shock the living shit out of them. So I've already kind of touched on it, right? There's there are going to be stores that are going to cut down their their orders with tops, and that's how you can make a certain kind of statement. You got to be kind of. Um, strategic about this i mean There's who wants this- to be the one to sacrifice their dollars go for it because uh you know like i i just how do you support these companies right now like i mean here's and, the thing and, okay. and, and i'm still like i mean i'm not saying that like, i'm just buying ross like i'm i i have no problem buying like older products you know what i mean like i 
I bought not very long ago. I bought like stickers from 2008, like a box. I opened them up. I was very happy with it. There was no issues with the manufacturing. Surprise, surprise. You know, like I got no problem opening product that I'm it's hard enough getting hits. But like when your hits are dismantled, that's where I draw the line. Brendan, I saw a guy open a 2016-17 Upper Deck uh, Series 1 Hobby Box. Uh, his best young gun was Sebastian Ajo, and the corner was wrecked. Um, and that's been, you know, sitting mint condition box for 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 the past six years. Um, look, you know, Upper Deck customer service is great. I'll tell you that. They're yeah. very responsive. It's better than Tops, better than Panini. Yeah. So you got to imagine, like, they're going to keep getting these requests. See, this is the problem. I always push people to, and, and I know we have very little time in this world. It really gets to me when people say they're bored. How could you be bored in this day and age? You should be grinding. You should be enjoying and grinding and doing your thing. How could you be bored? Anyway, people are so busy with life, with work, with school. They don't take that time to reach out to Upper Deck. But when you do, and I'm proof of it, they, 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 do, they do well for the collector which is great. But like, rather than putting all that money into manpower and dealing with having to receive mail, send it out, there's, there's gotta be something sensical in terms of the money you can put into the process to fix the the quality control issues versus all the money going into the extra manpower and all the, all the, you know, going in the warehouse, sourcing a card and flipping it and, 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 and uh, replacing it. And, you know, I don't know, maybe that's, one way to do it i'm I'm just always encouraging people to do something don't just complain about it do something about it um reach out to them and if they're like you know man this really is an issue we really are screwing up maybe they will do something about it but i don't believe the answer is to completely stop buying uh first of all it's going to be very difficult for people to do that we've been conditioned we are collectors we want new stuff that is an exciting thing uh, I'm sure plenty of people are buying. Do you want new stuff or do you want to gamble? Because I get new stuff all the time. I just know what I'm getting. Well, listen, absolutely. Look, that you, you want me to, if you want me to just out and say, yeah, <laughs> there's an addictive element. There's an addictive gamble. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. To buying products. Um, we sometimes fool ourselves. I hear that's why the, I, I mean I had to I had to I had to drop the mic there, you know? Sure. I, I always hear about you, you, you know what the popular response is, right? Well, cards as opposed to playing roulette at least at least you, at least you get something again. for it yeah yeah but what are you doing with that stack of base cards don't play those games with me i know what you you know i know what the deal is um anyways i'm starting to get very depressed starting to get very dark in here brendan it's like we've become the new world order of the hobby and uh, uh which one of us is scott hall which one is kevin nash i don't know but for some reason i'm picturing dave with the handlebar mustache and uh, and and ripping a shirt out. I don't know why. I don't know That's why funny. I'm picking Dave to be Hulk Hogan. Ironically. There's nothing to be depressed about. Okay, so let's, we can, I mean, yes, we just talked about all these reasons. But listen, at the end of the day, much like what we talked about last week, I mean, the hobby is the hobby. Um, <laughs> I, we say these things because we want the hobby to be a better place, right? And uh, you know, maybe the solution is, isn't going cold turkey, not ripping anything. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, something needs to, there needs to be some sort of gift, right? Because like, if, I mean, if enough people rip product and are gravely disappointed by, you know, maybe the value that's returned, 
They're gravely disappointed by the fact that they have a redemption outstanding. Their only box hit is a redemption that's been outstanding for three years. And then they end up getting another pack after that when they're like, man, I just wanted my goddamn redemption. Um, you know, maybe they get a redemption back with print issues, which I've had people get as well. You know, we're like, there's like a surface issue on redemption that they've waited for two years for. I mean, there's so many instances. And, and I just like, when does it be about, like, when is it going to be about the collector? Right. We need, and, we need, we need collectors. We need people with the same mindset running these shows, but they're not. So that's my, my thing, right? Like, and I, and I know we occasionally talk smack about, about Mr. Nat Turner, but I mean, at the end of the day, he is a collector and he understands like that, you know, he, he needs to cater it to collecting. I think that's why, I mean, the prices of PSA have come down significantly because he realizes that like, I mean, people want to grade their cards. I mean, there is a sect, that just wants to grade and flip, but there's also a sect that genuinely just wants their cards organized in PSA slabs. I mean, I I made this case to one of my friends the other day. Like, I mean, one of the biggest things that I like about PSA is how easy they are to store, how stackable they are. I mean, if you have a, like three BGS slabs, it's like seven PS PSA slabs, you know. Right. And it, it's and the rigidity of the BGS slab is also kind of like it's challenging to store. Um, I PSA sends you those boxes that are just so convenient where you fit like 15 of those 20, 20 slabs in there. And all of a sudden, I mean, your stuff's not all over the place. Um, and it's very easy to organize and catalog, quite frankly. And so I, you've touched on this in, in previous episodes, you know, as collectors, we're also like a little bit like OCD, you know, like we all have like something where we're like, we, we just like things in a particular manner right so um quality control obviously going to drive us freaking nuts and so you know perhaps having someone you know maybe it's not the president or i maybe it is the president but someone in these companies like maybe these companies just need to hire somebody like from the hobby as like an advisor of some kind and maybe that advisor just listens to feedback and 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 can provide options as a result of that feedback. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, as, as soon as you said that, I picture that they're going, yeah, yeah, this is a wonderful idea by Coach Co Collectibles, and then they go and hire like Jeff Wilson, or yeah, yeah, someone from the elite group at the top. But I mean, uh, maybe maybe Jeff Wilson has some good ideas about like ripping products. I, I mean, or like how to make quality maybe, control better, right? Like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe like maybe does he does Matt he give Turner. like terrible like buying advice? Yes. But like maybe he's really good at the quality control side. I don't know. Maybe we can convince Nat Turner somehow to like pull an Elon Musk and save the industry. I don't know. For some reason, um, I, could, I could draw some parallels between the two of them. But um, yeah, I was also going to say it is really disgusting to, to 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 offer certain things as an enticement to buy a product, and then and then you don't even have them available. It's that's really the worst part. Um, and that's what, what I'm saying. And then you offer them another pack. You're like, okay, sorry. I'm sorry that like what you got originally wasn't there. But like, here's something else. And maybe, maybe you get something good in this instead. Well, it's like those silver packs tops offered to the, the purchasers of tops Chrome. I I opened some of those, man. Some of those are just you get four base cards, man. And I get it because the whole point, like, I get but like silver where... packs are normally like that, though. Well. No, but don't don't confuse them for the baked in silver packs. I'm talking about the ones that they created to make up for the fact that the SPs weren't in the boxes. 
Now, and I know I'm not, I'm not being naive here. Like you, you're like, just because just if, if they had put the SPs in, doesn't mean every box can have a Julio SP, but, and or so any, or uh, yeah. Or any but, other short print. Like, I mean, I, I don't know. It could have been like a numbered card. Yeah. I feel it doubles your disappointment because you, you, let's say early on, let's say these people who were early purchasers, they come home, tops Chrome, they open it not a great experience, not so many great cards. Then they have to read on Instagram that tops didn't even put in the, the SPs. So they're sitting there like, holy cow, I got a garbage box. There wasn't even SPs. I didn't even have a chance at them. Like, not even okay. a chance. It's okay. Go back to your LCS. We've got a pack waiting for you. You go and get that pack. And you know, now you have a base Gavin sheets rookie card and you're like, well, you wow, also, looks- you also have to hope that like your LCS remembers you that you have the receipt that exactly. like yeah you know like, do you know what i mean like you're just well, walking you know, into your lcs yeah. and you're like hey i actually bought a box here two weeks ago like can i get my silver pack do you it's know like what i mean you need, a, you need a personal assistant to help you navigate the hobby when all you're doing you don't even, you don't even run a business you're just trying to buy cards and then you need to call your personal assistant on your blackberry and say jeremiah that's the name of my assistant uh can you please uh go and source the receipt for this tops chrome box and head over the the lcs they got a silver pack waiting for me they're gonna have to confirm it uh you've got my id and social security number jeremiah you summon a bitch uh yeah and then you have to videotape yourself opening the box just in case there's something wrong yes you must take <laughs> video recordings and that's when you call your lawyer that you have on retainer now, when all of that is done, and at the end of the month, you have to pay your lawyer and your personal assistant, that's when you realize you've gone bankrupt and you can't afford rent. And uh, yeah, this is, uh, see, I told you it was going to get bleak. It's gonna, it was going to get dark today, Coach Go. Yeah. But, you know, uh, but I, I, I know what we can do. I Tell know me. how to save us. Tell me. See, bless. Now, I know you didn't. Now, I know this is only going to get darker for you. That transitioned perfectly, by the way. It's going to get darker for you now. That transitioned I mean, perfectly, by the way, though. I guess. Yeah, um, I mean, you know, he's talking positivity and, and nothing but love and, you know. Guys, here's the reality. C-Bless has uh, what I hate, uh, even though I am the cartel, I hate using aliases, uh, whatever his real name is. And, I think it's uh, Chad, no? It's Chad? Chad? Right? Chad? I think it's I'm, Chad. But there's two of them. Yeah. Why is there two? Why are there two sports card radio guys and two C Blezzes? Is there they're, they're like, fucking brothers? I mean, they have the same last name. Is there cloning going on or what? Are we clones? Should you grow a? Should I make a curly mustache? Okay. Anyway, when no one's gonna, no one's gonna have trouble differentiating the cardboard coaches. I don't think so. Particularly if they know us personally. Yeah. Yeah. Because while I mean, one's sleeping, the other's awake. Even, even height, you know, like it's just not even. That's true. It's not even close. Um, now, uh, Cblez was featured on, you know, mainstream media early in the boom. He had positioned himself. I want to give it to him. He positioned himself uh, to be prominent. He is prominent. He makes a lot of money um, in our beloved hobby. He is now... Given it's January, no surprise. He's one of these people who's now obsessed with health and fitness. Coach Co and I, 24-7, 365. But some of these people, it's January. It's time for New Year's resolutions. Okay. The guy starts doing some uh, some push-ups and sit-ups. Uh, he strikes me as someone who never eats or drinks enough. 
Um, probably poor nutritionally. I'm making some assumptions, but I, I'm willing to put money on it. He's one of these guys who's kind of skinny to begin with, and now he's got a, he's got some some visible abdominals. He's very excited about it, and he's at every given opportunity taking off his shirt. And I'll tell you why. Because the first time he took off his shirt, which is when when were they in Vegas ripping something? I don't know. I, if, I don't know if he was in that room though. No, he, I think, well, he I think it was shirt. the other brother. I think it was the I other brother. He took, he took off his shirt. I don't remember. Well, one of them did. It was they the other brother. I think the, the, the triple logo man. Yeah, yeah. I think it was the other brother. And he took his look. Regard. Someone took their shirt off, and it okay. was not a very pleasant sight <laughs> for anyone. So I'm I'm suspecting that they want to say, hey. I've done something positive here. And the cardboard coaches are always talking about this. We're always encouraging people in the hobby to get into shape, try to, to break past the sometimes unfair stereotypes, sometimes fair, the various stereotypes that surround the hobby. So I want to give it to C. Blez that he's working out and trying to do something for himself. I would highly encourage him to maybe cut back on the sit-ups, maybe try some compound movements, maybe build an upper body. Uh, create a shoulder to waist ratio rather than just being a skinny guy with abdominals. That's cool too, though. Cause he's I mean, I think awesome. it's also, I think it's also like great that at, at the very least the hobby is talking about fitness to some degree, you know, like, and, and I've said this and I've said this before, like, I mean, you know, if you like his content, if you dislike his content, if you're indifferent, I mean, it's hard to be indifferent about it, but, <laughs> um, He's he's doing a really good job of marketing and he, he's realizing this like low I'm gonna call it like the Logan Paul effect, you know, or like the Jake Paul effect rather. We're like you just wanna be like memorable. You're just gonna like just yeah. do things that people are going to resonate one way or the other, and the engagement is gonna push you further into the mainstream, right? So they're, they're for that, I will give him kudos. Um and with that comes the fitness element. They're clickbaiting. That 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 video, by the way, with trying to pay with a slab is straight out. Uh, Investacard did that first a year ago, where they were tormenting an innocent waitress uh, trying to pay with a slab. I get what they're trying to do there. By the way, people just like it goes over their head. Like they're creating what's supposed to be quote unquote funny content because it's like, hey, we exist in this really bizarre world where this slab is worth $1,500. I'm going to hand it to the waitress instead of paying $150 for my bill. And she doesn't know that it's actually 10 times the value of the money we're going to give her. Worth everything she's wearing right now. You know, like, <laughs> but whatever. Uh, everything is being rehashed right now. Card porn is rehashing content uh, repeatedly. They're, they're, they're bringing back content from a year ago. Um, there are all these accounts that have somehow have 10 to 20,000 followers that are rehashing memes, rehashing um, all sorts of stuff. Uh, people are clearly running out of ideas. We still see fresh, delicious stuff from the likes of Lamine James. Um, I caught him once slipping, though. Um, he was rehashing something on his page, but he also brings the fresh new content. And uh, that's becoming more difficult to do. We've already talked about the influencers and how they've made an about face in terms of trying to be protectors of the hobby. Try to do the things that the cardboard coaches have been doing for years consistently. We get it because you guys love us and you love checking us out and, and picking ideas up here and there. Keep it up. All good. 
we know our place in the hobby. But um, yeah, uh, Blaze is out there just uh, clickbaiting. In a, I'm not saying that in a negative way. Uh, he's got his brand. There's got to be a group of people that uh, find it amusing, entertaining, perhaps sexy. Maybe. Uh, but in the meantime, I'm not that offended by it. Uh, I was I was only offended really by the rehashed material. Like, come on. By the way, what what happened in Vestacard? Is is he? Uh, I I asked that question. I think maybe even on the podcast, like like a month ago. Is, is he in a ditch somewhere? No, I know. I, I I think someone posted recently that they saw Eddie. Um, I can't imagine that like it, there's a good market for card back loans right now. You know, like I just can you, it? Can you I mean. Given the fact that like so many cards are down so big, like yeah. it's just hard to believe that it's that tippy top. It's that tippy top because there's a lot of good stuff happening and there's a lot of liquidity. You and I already know that we talk about it all the time, but that tippy top was always a dangerous scenario. And we talked about it enough till we were red in the face with lipstick. We talked about it. So, um, uh, I should note that I've never been red in the face with lipstick. So Cartel is the only person on this podcast that's been red on red in the face with Cartel is living that life. That's good, man. It's good. I'm I'm happy to happy to see it. You know, you got a new, you got a fresh glow. Maybe so, either the red shirt or uh, the new new Pokemon releases, or you know, (laughs) maybe being like grassroots. Yeah, uh, you know, on the show floor. Um, I am, I am glowing for a variety of reasons. And of course, you know, you, you would notice that coach, you follow along as the cartel is in his peaks and valleys very often for many years now. Speaking of shows, we got a show coming up, right? Next week. That's right. Um, end of the month. Next week. <laughs> it's the end of the month, isn't it? Oh, Literally next oh, week. Oh, secure. Oh, secure. You, um, are you, uh, are you are you prepped and ready to go, bro? Are you you're not set up there, right? Uh, I will. The cartel will be at the. Is it CSC? CSC, yes. Canada the cartel will be there. Is this at a new location? It is at a new location. The Mississauga Convention Center. Convention Center. Center. I, I ironically enough, this is actually where I went the first time. I think. Okay. I think the last time I went to a CSC event, I actually went there first. Right. Because I screwed up the address. So now I, I will be going to the, the right location. I, I did great at the last show I was at. It's where I picked up that Gretzky. It was a great show. Um, I'm looking That's... forward to it. I will be there. I'll be part of the Mint Inc. team. Nice. I'm so very proud to be a part of. Uh, I will definitely be there. Uh, I may or may not be covered in lipstick. Will you be buying for yourself or, or for like the... I, I, I really don't know what my game plan is. Um, I have not been to a show since the expo. So, I mean, I am itching to take a look. I do have certain things on my list. Um, I love all this content about PC collecting, set collecting. You're a big part of that conversation, Coach Co. Um, I'm really starting to try to embrace certain things. Like um, I am a big blues fan, as people know. Uh, I'm collecting blues autographs whenever I got a chance. I just got that cool Pareko. You know how I got it. Metal Universe. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was given to me. I was not the person messing around with packs. But anyway, uh, point is, I'm loving that. Uh, I want some more goats like we all do. 
so yeah we'll see uh we'll see how it plays out but i will be there you will be there yeah yeah, yeah. i'll be there all right I, i've yet to miss a csc show honestly every time i go i come home with something that i had no intention of buying <laughs> of course of it's course usually it's pretty expensive i'm like that's how it should be <laughs> okay. uh so folks you know uh keep an eye out for the beard or the mustache um coach co is disgusted by the fact that i actually reveal my face and the shades come off at these shows but uh uh yeah it's a very I'm not disgusted i just thought it was interesting it's a rare opportunity to see my eyeballs uh, if you'd like to hear my voice some more, I am going to be back on the Hockey Cards Gong Show. I was supposed to be there a couple weeks ago. We're working on it. Uh, we're going to be doing a pod on 2005 to 2016. Upper Deck Products. Nice. Uh, hopefully that'll happen soon. 2005 is one of my faves. You want to plug right now? One of my faves. Uh, what do I want to plug right now? I will. You know what? Here's what I'm going to plug. So recently... Uh, specifically in the general Toronto area, Uh-oh. we have had several of our local card shops oh. burglarized um, and robbed. So if you know these people, please give them your support. There's a few of them. There's Coffee with Cards. There's um, Mint. There's I don't want to start naming off people because if I start naming off too many of them, then uh, I'm, if I miss one, I'm up shit's creek. Um, the, but just the the the, the community is so fantastic in these situations. Yes. So what I I'm going to do is make sure that all of you guys send your love at the very least. Um, you know, if you if you in that area, stop by, buy goddamn top loaders or something. You know, like just ask them how they're doing, ask them if they need anything. Uh, the, the card shops are such a massive part of our community and uh, I can't imagine I mean they're they're like home for so many of us yes and and they've felt like home on some of on on some of our worst days you know I know for me like I mean I've had like really bad days where I'm like you know what nothing's gonna make this thing better but like maybe I'm gonna go buy some cards like and I just like spend the afternoon there with you know like <laughs> I could be by myself but um so, I mean, they're a place of shelter for so many people. Um, you know, the, the hobby is a reprieve for many people, but they have to, I mean, if it wasn't for them, then there, there would be nowhere to go, right? So and I know that insurance and all this other shit takes care of it, but that's not, that's not the point. The point is that, you know, it, it, it feels like a violation um, because it's like home. So I just want you guys to show your support to those places that have been burglarized um and uh you know if your local car shop hasn't been ver- burglarized good for you it's amazing i hope that this stops uh but more importantly you know just stop by and say hi you know just uh maybe ask ask the car shop owner how he's doing or the person at the front desk how they're doing um because you never know what anyone's going through right now so i i'm, I'm taking that last little bit to uh you know show some love to the community and i said I said it before and I say it again. I'm going to keep plugging away these local card shops because uh, I, I just think that there's such an integral part of the hobby as a whole. Très, très bien. Collectible de Coachco. Marveilleux. S'il vous plaît. Excellent. Appreciate it. Team, on that note, we are going to let you guys go. I want you to have a wonderful rest of your day. Please, if you haven't already, subscribe. 
hit that like oh. button. Oh, Set, click that alarm bell, whether you're on Spotify or YouTube or whatever, so you get notified. Why wouldn't you want to get notified when we when we produce this wonderful content? Love you guys. I want you to have a wonderful rest of the day. Coach Go and the Cardboard Coaches are out of here.